Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is directly opposed to me. He sits across from me as well. He's got his own little tent in there with oxygen and everything. So he should be doing. Joe, are you okay? Yes, Hello? I'm just reading that email <laughs> that oh. you called to my attention. You look engrossed. I thought maybe I, put, I was engrossed. I was I savoring I put, every word. I thought I put too much <laughs> nitrous in there again or something. No, actually, I put a little light on. On the oxygen, though, I could use a little more of that. Could you? Yes, I could. Okay. I see I'll, it's only 3%. I'll like give it some thought. <laughs> All right. Well, on the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our producer today, Chad Hirschberger, filling in for the vacationing Rob Center. So we're very grateful that he was willing to set his clock super early. Very uh, early. Yes. Phil, <laughs> what did you get up at 4 o'clock today? Yep. All right. So, yep. Then he was here uh, at 5, and then at 7 did sunrise, and now he He's doing on the mark. He's having a long day. And he's a lean, mean, right machine as well, I might add. So uh, we're glad. Clickety-clack, clickety-clack, You want to give us your political views? What do you think of the president? All right. The, the current president or the president-elect? <laughs> well, well, there you go. That's there ain't no president-elect. <laughs> right. We only have a projected president-elect, <laughs> right. as we I think we've drilled down on this show pretty adequately. We want to be so. accurate. So, All right. Thank you, Chad. Uh, yeah, do chime in anytime if you wish to. Make sure your mic is super loud, which I can hear it now. We just heard you loud and clear. But only chime in if you agree with me. <laughs> oh, I agree with you sometimes, Joe. <laughs> Thank you, Chad. <laughs> yeah, like when you come in and say it's a Good nice, morning. It's a nice it's a day. Nice day. <laughs> Chad's a very positive guy. <laughs> All right. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. We've got an open day, and you've got uh, four open lines right at the moment, so uh, feel free to call the toll-free line, 1-800-795-9565. Got uh, half a dozen texts we can look at through there. and Emails? A couple, couple of emails, so yes. we're kind of good to go. Uh, do you remember the main thrust of Dan's call yesterday? Rare, rarely does he get uh, any pushback, but he got two emails of, uh, uh, well, not pushback, but clarification. I one of them says good about morning about the marxist government. Okay. You know, that well, yes, I think for that Marxism. Probably, right. I think that was part of his point. I'm sure he'd be happy to call and re-elaborate on it. But one of our emailers says just curious as to how Dan, constant call-in supporting Trump and Joe, die-hard Trump supporter, I love that. I'm hardly a die-hard Trump supporter. View the childish behavior of Mr. Trump regarding his loss in the election. Haven't heard a word out of his usual boisterous voice not for a week. Talking about me or Dan Dan's been on the show. President Trump. 
Oh, President Trump? Okay. Uh, why? Because he is sulking and pouting and hiding like a spoiled brat. Real class act and quite an embarrassment. And let's not forget the fact that he also remains totally silent about the raging pandemic consuming the country. Nothing to address this dire situation. I, for one, can't wait for this ridiculous failure of a man to leave. Can only get better for us all when Joe Biden takes the reins and leads us out of this mess <laughs> and right into socialism. <laughs> or Marxism. <laughs> Marxism. Which was Dan's remark. Uh, you know, I, I agree. You know, up to a point, I agree. I think the president is making a mistake here and not at least conceding that there may be a change in government. You know, I understand he's withholding certain uh, intelligence briefings from Joe Biden, and he's withholding things like translation services, and the State Department isn't necessarily passing along messages to the uh, president-elect, if you want to call him that, and I think he should be called that. Oh, it's just the projected president-elect. President president but January 20th is a long way off. The, you know, if Joe Biden is officially verified, he's going to have a lot of time to get up to speed. He'll have months to get ready. I thought it was interesting, too, that uh, I saw a thing this morning that there's a Republican senator that is trying to push that Biden would get those briefings because he feels that's important. Right. He said if he didn't, I forget which senator it was, but he said if, if it didn't change by tomorrow, he was going to weigh in on the Senate floor, I guess, and demand it or do what he can to get it. And, you know, that's only fair. I think the president could say, look, as far as I'm concerned, this election is still up in the air, but I'm willing to concede it's awfully close, and I could be the loser. And given that fact, I want to make sure that there's the smoothest possible transition out here, and I'm going to help uh, Vice President Biden uh, get all the information he might need in the unlikely event that he does take over. This is one of those rare quirky opportunities where we both <laughs> lose. I had predicted Trump would win and you had predicted Trump would lose, but you would have loved to have him win. And I, uh, mm. of course, was glad that he lost. Well, um, you know, I, I'm not necessarily Projected. not necessarily uh, glad he or, or happy, wouldn't have been happy that he won. I, I think he needs a serious modification of his behavior. Again, mm-hmm. I like these policies. I like two things about him. I like these policies which I believe help more people than they hurt by a country mile. And I like his choice of vice presidents. I think Mike Pence is ready to lead this country tomorrow if something happened to Donald Trump. I don't believe the same about Kamala Harris. Right, 1-800-795-9565. Read this, and then we'll go to the call. Read what? The other email? The text down at the bottom. Oh, text down to the bottom. Good morning, Dan. Oh, good morning. Dan, God picked Biden to be our next president. Trump was a one-term president who divided our country, and God saw this. Signed, Bob. He divided. Divided. All right. <laughs> That's like divine, but a divine division. Divided. <laughs> <laughs> it's divine mathematics. Divine mathematics. By division. And hold the two. Right. All right. Speaking of hold the two, on line one, we have Eric. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. we got a caller waiting, so you got a three-minute limit. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Um, so, uh, your opinion, uh, gentlemen, do we have any credible evidence that, that um, any voter fraud has been going on? We sure do. There's plenty of it. Affidavits, signed affidavits by people who saw things. The question isn't whether there was fraud. The question is whether it impacted the outcome of the election. Okay. That's did the question. You read, did, you read, did, did you actually read some of what these accusations are? Yes, I did. I saw some of the news stories. I didn't read the actual affidavits. I don't think anybody has. Have you read the no, affidavits? I saw news stories. And did you see the one for, um, uh, let's see, Michigan? Did you read Michigan's? You're talking about the postal worker? No, no. that's Erie. Oh, Erie, okay. No, no. One, one of the accusations is from one of the poll watchers up there who is a Republican. Uh, 
the accusation is that there's voter fraud going on because she saw a poll or a uh, counter when she pulled a vote for uh, President Trump. She rolled her eyes. That is one of the accusations. Well, eye rolling is a serious eye rolling is a serious offense, and it shouldn't be lightly <laughs> yeah, regarded. Say that again. <laughs> what we have, gentlemen, I truly believe is, uh, and I'll, I'll go on record today. What is say the twelfth of November, two thousand twenty? Uh, I'm going to mark down the first lie uh, for President Trump for the two thousand twenty-four reelection campaign, and the first lie he's telling is that his election in two thousand twenty was stolen from him. I truly believe, unfortunately, that the uh, President Trump, soon be former President Trump, will try to run for election 2024. T- tell me, do you so, think the Democrats were gracious when Trump won four years ago? All I know, did they Joe, give it? No, no come on, that's a yes is, or no question. I, I, I'm trying to answer the question. Graciousness is um, a term that can be interpreted. Correct. What I will say, and what the fact is, is that Hillary Clinton conceded the election. Uh, I'm sure it was. I'm not sure if it's 12 a, or 2 a.m. on the day after, or the day after the day after. And here we are, and she could see the election, and the transition occurred right after that. And how much time did it take Al Gore to concede? Uh, let, let, let's look. Let's talk about President Trump, shall no, we? No, no. Let's talk about precedent. No. I know you always want to ignore precedent when it doesn't agree well, with your okay, side okay, of the okay, argument. Let's talk about that. About that. In okay. that case, there was one state. And it came down to 400 less than 1,000 votes. Right. And what are we talking about today, Joe? We're talking about five or six states where there's some question about the accuracy of the vote. And what's the closest count. number there? Oh, uh, let's see, about 4,000. 4,000 where? Um, I'm trying to remember. I think it's in either Georgia? Nevada, Georgia, yeah, Georgia, Nevada, uh, somewhere. Georgia's 4,000. And let, let's, let's concentrate on Pennsylvania, which uh, President Trump won. And right. was not contested. I, I think he lost. Uh, how, many, this how many thousand votes did he win Pennsylvania by last time? I think around 40. He's lost this time by and, about 58. And what's the current lead here in about, Pennsylvania? About, about 58 for Biden, 58,000. Right, and climbing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I do read things, Eric. I know you don't think I, I do. I understand, Joe, and I never, I never <laughs> said you, you can't or won't read. Oh, thank you. All right, thank you so much, Eric. Uh, my, la- my last uh, concern is this. Um, by making these accusations... What's, what's the reality of that? Where, where's the reality of it? The reality of that is there has to be hundreds, if not thousands, of people, dedicated poll counters, who are doing a wonderful job during this COVID. And we have the President of the United States and those who are backing him who are accusing them of fraud and of being felons. No, I don't think that, that, is, the, that is the truth. No. No, I don't uh, think that's that, true. If, if, if there's not, if there's, if there's voter fraud, then, ha- then how, how is that happening? Well, let, look, at, look at Dan Muser. Mu- willingly breaking the law. You, I know you heard Dan Muser on the air yesterday or when we had him on, and he pointed out that, they, uh, that the state, uh, for some reason, took away the requirement that signatures match. So there's no verification that someone uh, actually cast their own vote. He, he pointed out he could have signed Abraham Lincoln. Well, that could be fraud. It's worth, Why would they change an election procedure that's been in place in Pennsylvania for a hundred and some years just for this election? Doesn't that could strike be, you as could odd? Be COVID, could it? Could be the fact that people can't, can't get out and vote, could it? That has nothing to do no, with their signature, be, Eric. COVID doesn't exist, right? It has nothing to do with their signature, whether their signature matches, Eric. Has not, right. COVID doesn't have anything Thank to do with know, that. I, that's Thank a very you, good Eric. point, because I looked at my signature page when I, when I voted. And my, my signature is absolutely different than, because I, I signed up when I was 18. I am now 58. 
uh, my singers. It happened to change a little bit in the last 40 years. As yours. <laughs> All right. Thank you so How much, Eric. How can we be thank sure you, you're Eric, you, Eric? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate the call. All right. Uh, right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. I think if Trump doesn't win, he should start his own news network. We're going to need one. Right, that's the Trump the... News Network. All right. They'll be right up there with Trump Steaks and Trump Water. Bob from Sunbury. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yes. Um, um, good morning, everyone. As far as the, the counting of the votes and the uh, signatures and everything. Even, of course, I elected to go down and vote at my local precinct. And, uh, you know, before I, I voted, I had to sign. Uh, you know, I had to sign, uh, and then I was allowed to vote. So even for an absentee ballot or anything else that, uh, like, you know, especially here in Pennsylvania, and that I had to sign for that, too. So as signatures, you know, were required for everything. But then, you know, I agree with Joe. I mean, why would, uh, you know, why would the state change the rules after all these years just for, well, this is the first time I can remember that. You don't believe that we need voter ID, do you? No, but you're still going to sign you know, a signature. Should, you know, even when you're signing an affidavit or, or uh, you know, uh, a signing for anything, and that a signature is uh, required. And that gotcha. would be voter ID, but it's not the most reliable voter ID, which would be a photo identification, which we can't have because it would disenfranchise people who can't get a voter ID. Oh, Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Thanks, thank Bob. you so much, right, Bobby. Appreciate the call. All right. I owe Bobby a call. I have to call him. Uh, All right. Where are we here? Uh, uh, Let's see. Email. No, thank you for the invitation to become a Democrat. Let's just say uh, stay divided. That's worked for the last four years. Oh, my gosh. We've been <laughs> divided since the 60s up to now. Yeah. And then it's, uh, let's see here. down. The news media is not the final arbiter of the election. They do not make the decision. The Secretary of State of the states certify the elections. And that's true. They do. You know, I, I, to Eric's point, I mean, I don't know that there's been widespread fraud. Do you think so? I, I mean, I don't see it. But I certainly think there have been individual areas where certain circumstances would lead you to believe that the vote count had been messed with or that there, there were lacks in how they handled it. I'm concerned by the fact that Philadelphia wouldn't let the poll watchers in to see. Even after they were told they had to by the Commonwealth Court, they moved the machines. You know, so, so that they were farther away, right? So you know, if that to me says, okay, they've got something to hide. Well, we're, I'm glad the Trump campaign is is you know vetting all of this and meeting it out uh, in full knowledge of the fact that it pro- certainly probably isn't going to make the difference in the election. You know, they're not going to find enough issues or enough to do another election or something like that. But in any event, it does look like there were some anomalies and some people have signed affidavits. There's dozens of them, according to. Fox News of people who have signed affidavits saying, you know, this was unusual, or they seem to be pulling ballots out of envelopes that were plain white envelopes, and there were several ballots in it, and so on. So people saw some things that didn't find un- that they found unusual. This idea, the smirk, the so-called smirk, where rolling their eyes, watcher was rolling her eyes. There's more to it than that. So it's it's not just well. It, then there it, was there's that. other actions, another discretion that a poll watcher can take, and if they have a bias, that's not ideal. Well, and the allegation, I don't remember the exact town. I think it was somewhere around 10,000 ballots that only voted for president, and they all voted for Biden and didn't vote for anybody down ballot. You know, now that's unusual. You know, and I think that certainly deserves being looked into. And I would think whether you're Republican or Democrat, you'd want to make sure that the election was valid. I like what George is doing. They're doing a hand recount. Yes, it's time-consuming and probably expensive, but 
I will have absolute confidence in the vote total coming out of Georgia after they've gone back and double-checked themselves. And, and that's just, to me, goodwill in, in the country. I think, who was it that pointed out this morning that something, I heard it on uh, Gordon Deal, that something like 70 million people in this country feel that the election may not have been exactly fair. And that would be, be the number of people who voted for Donald J. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, you know where I stand on this. You know, I'm glad Joe Biden won. I, 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 I was certainly willing to acquiesce and, and to join a new Trump administration if he had won re-election with optimism, as I did the first one. But if there's anomalies or dilemmas or glitches, and it sounds like there are, they should be meted out and found out and solved and checked and rechecked and recounted. All of that's fine with me. And I agree with people who say, you know, President Trump is still the president, and Joe Biden is an apparent winner. But that's the most you can say. It. He's not officially the president-elect yet. He's not privy to any State Department briefings yet. He shouldn't have any translations. He may turn out to be a private citizen a month from now. So you just never know what's going to happen. But on the other the hand, if the, of this. if the president had looked at the results and conceded the election, then Joe Biden would be getting all those things. But why should the president concede? First of all, we got two months to go until January 20th. So Joe. Biden is smart enough to be able to get up to speed with that. Probably could do it in a month with uh, proper tutorials and so on. So it doesn't need all this information right now. Let's find out. Let's meet out some of these things. Get the courts help and the election leaders help and find out who really won. Uh, don't have to necessarily follow the news media or they they now call Joe Biden president-elect. You know, that's that, that's their prerogative. I mean, it's their channel. But uh, honestly, I just think he's, he's the projected president-elect. I think that's fine. He certainly is the parent winner. There's no argument about that. But uh, I just l would like to hear all these well, issues out. Doesn't Pennsylvania somewhat surprise you? Because here we have the Republicans increase their lead in the state house and in the state Senate. Uh, the Democratic leader was defeated by a fairly, well, a fairly well, new Republican candidate. solidly red, except Right. Two for of the, the president. three top state offices, including an upset of an incumbent, went Republican. And yet the president, who saved all those jobs in Pennsylvania, who oh, had been here been here so many times, loses by 58,000 votes. That doesn't seem possible to me. Well, it's a good thing we except didn't have to... Oops, go ahead. I was going to say, except if people want um, checks and balances in a divided government, because I think some people do that. They right. will vote vote one way uh, higher on the ticket and one way on lower on the ticket. Yeah, they probably thought, well, I'll vote for a Republican senator because I know the state house or the U.S. house is still going to be uh, Democrat, so we'll still be able to, you know, accomplish some checks there. And, of course, the Democratic president is going to serve as another And yet a, the congressional check. delegation remains exactly as it was, half and half. Alright. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Another an unanswered question is, what hurt Democratic congressmen in the U.S.? Well, that's know. an easy one. To oh, answer. is it? Okay. <laughs> All right. 1-800-795-9565. Joe's going to give us his wisdom when we come back. No need to search high and low for the best holiday bargains. They're easy to find at Sunbury Motors Kia. At Sunbury Motors Kia, all prices are clearly marked with rebates and discounts. See the sticker and know the savings. SMC has 27 2021 Kia Sportages to choose from, and they start at just $23,490. Kia's all-new midsize sedan, the Kia K5, starts at only $23,746. And it's now available in all-wheel drive. And listen to this. Sunbury Motors Kia has 23 of the hot new 2021 Kia Seltos arriving this month. Reserve yours today. This small all-wheel drive crossover starts at $23,490. 
21793. And remember, every new Kia comes with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. The best holiday bargains are easy to find at Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. For details, see dealer or go to Kia.com. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 is our topic. Uh, first, uh, no, first, that's our phone number. Our first. topic is the president and the election. All right, but the topic is called the number. Um, well, the topic see. is called the number, right. Before we find out what happened to the down ballots from Joe's perspective, let's get our good producer's perspective. <laughs> what happened to those folks down the ballot? You know, I was just thinking, um, I know I was talking to somebody who voted and we had different voting machines this election than we've had before. And uh, they said to me, you know, I think I hit a button and I don't think I voted in the lower the state elections. Uh, I got the one that was important, though. I know I voted for president. So maybe that was some of uh, some of what happened too, uh, with uh, these new voting machine mandates and the different style of voting machines. Maybe some people didn't cast ballots for the statewide oh, yeah. offices. I see that all the time. People don't vote for the statewide judges all the time because they don't listen to Joe's screening of them and they don't know who has the endorsement of the Bar Association, so they don't vote right. for them at all. Well, you asked me what happened in the congressional races, and I think one of the Democratic congressmen pointed that out quite clearly when she said this defund the police is not playing well, and the, and this far left tilt is not playing well. You know, the Green New Deal is not playing well. Defund the police is not play, playing well, and yet Bernie Sanders and uh, Pocahontas are going to. I don't mean to say that. I shouldn't say that anymore. Elizabeth Warren are going to push Trump far left, and even uh, I saw a uh, thing this morning. Who was that? Uh, Michael Moore, the filmmaker, liberal filmmaker, who said that Biden should take office like FDR on steroids. And just hire the best, best, best people no, no, in the whole world. No, no, I mean, just going to be the most liberal guy in the world. And he called the middle. He said, don't go to the cowardly middle. I love that, the cowardly middle. That's what built this country, being willing to compromise and work across the aisle. But let's just shove everything down somebody's throat. That certainly is a better way to go. All right, Dan, thanks for waiting. You have a few moments before we get to the top of the hour. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Why, talking about the election... I talked to several of my fellow, what I like to call us Trumpers, and every one of us feel, not everyone, not just a couple, we feel the elections being stolen from us. And most of us feel this was the final notch in the coup to get rid of Trump. Well, you but may feel, Dan, behold, you may you may feel that way, but you certainly have no proof of it. No, but all the things, all the different things you mentioned this morning, all add up to why this. Why would they change everything? It's not just because of the COVID nineteen. They that was used for an excuse to change things. But I went in person and voted. And most of the Trump people I'm friends with, they did the same thing. But uh, don't count Trump out. He has his loyal base, and he'll be back. Trump will be back, and I think he'll run again in 2024. He's a pretty healthy guy. He's in great shape despite what we're told. 
and uh, he'll be back, and he'll be on. He'll be in the news. I. Well, what I about this idea of starting things. his own network? Yeah, he'll be. Yep. He, well, he said what we need is a true news network that's not a propaganda <laughs> network. It's It'll be Trump tr- propaganda. Yeah, it, uh, Trump lays it out like it is. In his In view. In spite of all the jargon we hear, Trump tells it like it is, and that's what we like about him. But I can't see why everybody don't like him, but... Then again, I'm not everybody. Well, not everybody likes people who call other people names, who mock individuals, who say inappropriate like, things, I, you know. <laughs> I didn't like it either, Joe. When they started calling Trump names, I hated it. <laughs> Trump's not going to take it. He'll, he'll call, punch you right back and harder. And, yeah, some people have a problem with it. Some of my Trump friends say they wish he wouldn't do that, but I said that's Trump's handling different. He's not going to take their BS. He's going to punch him back. And I don't have a problem with it, Joe, not one bit. I don't have a problem with him being a counterpuncher, but when he throws the first punch, I've got a problem with that, and he quite often throws the first punch. Well, not very often. Oh, jeez. I haven't heard it. He might have. You know, I don't know everything he said. But Trump's not going to disappear as as our friends that call in here would like to think. He'll be back. And if Biden don't do well, if our economy fail, you know, starts to go backwards, and the Green New Deal, they sign into that, and the Paris Peace Accord, all that kind of thing. Paris, I mean, Paris Climate Accord, it's not going to work. We're, you know. Oh, how do you know that? I mean, you, you it, know, I, mean it, I don't know. I said if it doesn't work for Biden, if mm. our economy slumps down like it was. NATO won't have to pay its own freight anymore. They'll they'll go back to freeloading off the United States. So it's over. We might as well just go to Canada. We don't know, but it don't look great. Let's put it that way. All right. Thank you, Dan. Thank you so much. You guys have a great one. Good talking with you. Good to talk to you. Uh, Joe's going to be a refugee in Canada. (laughs) This is News Radio 1070 WK. Okay. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan's across from me. Chad Hershberger's on the other side of the glass. We are talking about the projected president of the United States in the years ahead, Joe Biden, and the man who is currently the president of the United States. So we invite you to join that conversation. Uh, And uh, we're also kind of got into why some of the House members went more 
more Republican. Why Pennsylvania went red? A lot of Democrats lost their seats in uh, Pennsylvania. And uh, defunding police has been uh, pointed out as one possible reason. Most voters, I don't think, uh, think that far into the issues. But w- what's your view? one 800 795 We'd love to hear from you. one 800 795 You can email us as a half a dozen people. Well, a couple of people have done at on the market WKOK.com, and you can text us at 70236. On the market sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Uh, we invite you to visit Sunbury Motors to see their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. Select the perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. This is an opportunity for you to correspond telephonically or electronically with folks like Kyle Alexander, my good friend, who's uh, pushing Fords off the lot in a big hurry down there. Uh, Ernie is there in Austin over at the Kia dealership. Jeff Clock is the F-150 guru. And uh, Jason Benfer is the Lincoln man. That's the guy who's uh, ordering up uh, Joe McGranahan's uh, Lincoln Navigator with the V8 and has no speedometer on it. Joe doesn't need such a thing. So it's a very unusual vehicle. So we're <laughs> glad that Jason's getting that thing custom made. But uh, if you want a custom made Ford, Hyundai, Kia, or Lincoln, you can do so online at sunburymotors.com. If you want one of the ones from the lot, they have hundreds of them and they're literally perfect vehicles for a wide range of people around here. Plus the pre-owned inventory. Lots of cars and trucks are really in excellent shape. A lot of folks are going down uh, not buying a brand new car. They're buying a pre-owned vehicle because uh, lots of trades are on the lot and they really have a perfect selection down there at the Sunbury Motor Company and they would just love to talk to you. Sunbury Motors, sunburymotors.com. Some brief news headlines here. Yet another daily record of COVID-19 increases statewide and there are 70 new Valley cases in their daily update Wednesday. State Department of Health confirmed 4,700 new cases and the statewide total now 243,000, 72% of whom have recovered. 28 new cases in our Northumberland County County. Union County had 26 new cases. Snyder County had 10 and Montour County had 6 new cases. There's outbreaks on the college campuses too. They're studying online at Bucknell and Susquehanna. The media doesn't get to declare a winner. That's up to the electorate and the voting offices in the states. So said U.S. Congressman Dan Muser yesterday. Uh, He was concerned about why ballots were accepted after 8 p.m. on Election Day and... Why did they change the fact that the signatures don't need to match on mail-in ballots? I could write Dan Muser to put Abraham Lincoln in my signature. And according to the Secretary of State, that ballot would be good. Why were our poll watchers denied access? Muser says there's other unanswered questions, uh, too. And he says it is a projected president-elect Joe Biden who's disregarding the rule of law. A top-ranking Democratic leader in the Pennsylvania State House has conceded loss in his re-election race to the Republican candidate. Uh, the Republican is Carrie Deloroso in a suburban Pittsburgh district. Representative Frank Darmody of Allegheny County. Darmody. Darmody. Oh, jeez. I'm having trouble with that. Well, it's a good thing he's getting ousted. I don't need this. You won't have to say his name much. Darmody. (laughs) Right. Democratic Representative Wendy Ullman also lost in the Philadelphia suburbs, and her party failed to hold retiring Representative Neil Goodman's Schuylkill County seat. As for the Republicans? The House Republican leadership team is pretty much the same, with Representative Brian Cutler remaining Speaker and Representative Carrie Benninghoff, Majority Leader. 
Cutler says there's every reason to believe the upcoming session will be as successful as the current one, noting 96 percent of the more than 670 bills passed by the House had bipartisan support and 65 percent were unanimously approved. I believe that we've demonstrated that we can govern effectively, but more importantly, in a manner that is consistent with how Pennsylvania wishes to be governed, and that is finding consensus and compromise. I expect that to continue into the next session. Benninghoff says the GOP will continue to address government reform that improves the lives of Pennsylvanians. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Thank you so much. Uh, And uh, let's go back to the callers. 1-800-795-9565. Cindy uh, is the next caller. She was uh, called in originally before the top of the hour. Go ahead, Cindy. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Did you just say that Frank Dermody lost re-election? Yes, he did. Wow, that's incredible. He's a very powerful Democrat. He was. He was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm amazed. So then this makes me wonder even more. My, what I called about was you were talking about the down-ballot elections, right? And do you all recall that, um, I don't know, in the last year or so, the state um, Supreme Court took it upon itself to do our redistricting? Right, and and they overruled the redistricting that was created by the uh, legislature, which is not a permitted power of them under the Constitution, by the way. And they made their own map, and that's the map that was in force. And that, if you listen to the people who have complained about the redistricting process, they've claimed that the Democrats never got power because the Republicans rigged the districts against them. Is that a fair summary, do you think, Mark? Sure, that's the the gerrymandering complaint from either side, depending upon who's on the outs. Right, depending on who's on the outs. And yet, do we see that the Democrats, given that we just had this election then, and the theory that the the, uh, districts were rigged geographically, and now that's been corrected by the Supreme Court, wouldn't you expect a big shift to Democrats taking seats and Republicans losing them, because now the the uh, districts have been redrawn. What do you think? Well, well you would if there was a blue. You would if there was a blue wave coming. <laughs> but we are enjoying a tremendous red wave. Well, you could well, make. Isn't that interesting? You could make the. So then, Cindy, you, you can make you the think argument. About the argument that the reason that the Republicans were repeat, repeatedly elected in these zones wasn't by their credibility, wasn't by the issues, wasn't by the choice of the voters, but rather because of where these district lines were drawn, right? then the outcome should have been, in fact, that they all switched to blue. They all switched to Democrats. They, Democrats should have been able to walk into office based on the assumptions that were made when the redistricting was done by the Supreme Court. And yet that's not what we saw. Well, Cindy, huh. you could make the argument that the Supreme Court uh, created districts so fairly that the uh, state is evenly divided right down the middle. Half of the congressional delegation is Democrat, half is Republican. Well, and then fair enough. But I, where then? How was it unfair before? If if you're telling me the only incumbents that lost seats are Democrats, this all flies in the face of the argument about redistricting. Well, one Don't of you understand biggest, what I'm saying? If right, you're telling yeah. me that the reason they're red is because the lines were drawn unfairly, and now this a neutral party supposedly the. The state Supreme Court redraws the lines to be fair. Should not a bunch of reds switch to blue? Shouldn't that have happened, assuming that was an accurate argument? 
Yes. Oh, yes, if all other factors were equal, but all factors aren't equal. We happen to be enjoying a uh, red wave in the U.S. You know, the the whole country was interested in more Republicans than Democrats winning. So, yes, if if everybody was going to just vote their political party. But let let me just make one other point about gerrymandering. Yes, you certainly would expect more Democrats to have emerged than did, and that's a very valid argument, and that's a great pickup on your part. But the other aspect of gerrymandering isn't just to ensure that outcomes are fair, it's to make sure that voters are fairly heard and are fairly represented and that districts are representative of communities as sort of in a collective whole. So they, the, the Supreme Court, in their illegal wisdom, uh, did try to make it more fair, a- and this is the natural outcome that you end up with results that proportionately reflect what the interests of the voter are. There's well, nobody that can claim, well, you know, I live in, a, in uh, let's say, outside Allegheny County in one of those Republican counties over there, or, and that I'm a Democrat and my voice isn't heard now. No, everybody's set up is sort of geographically, you know, by population, not based on political party. But look, look at what we had. We had, dist- we had districts cut out, on, like, we had districts on, cut out like Goofy kicking Donald. Do you remember that bizarre mm-hmm, district? Yep. Now, the Republicans are going to get a chance to do it again because they've retained control of the state house in the state Senate, and they're going to draw these maps again after the 2020 census completed. Right, they're going to we'll see Donald how they do this in. time. They're going to put well, Donald back in. the first thing in. they should do is they should pass a law that says that if the uh, districts are found inappropriate, then the map must go back to the legislature. That it is not the purview of the Supreme Court to draw the map. Well, well if you remember, the, uh, if you remember, they did draw another one, and they presented it, and then the yes. state threw that, the Supreme Court threw that out and drew yes. their own. Right. right. All right. Thank you, Cindy. It's inappropriate. And so whenever these things happen, like Citizens United and Roe v. Wade and this illegal action on the part of the state Supreme Court, why doesn't the legislature day one go after correcting that so it can't happen again? That's what I don't understand. All right. Why thank you. Why haven't the Democrats passed a law that makes abortion legal? All right. Thank you so they much. They could have well, done that with Obama in office. All right. Thank you I so much. They could have. Yeah, I guess they could have, come to think of it. Well, we've seen this when there's been strong Republican majorities in both houses, in the president and Democrats in charge of the House and the Senate and the, um, the president. Just because you own all three, the trifecta, doesn't mean that every piece of legislation is viewed as sound by every single Republican or every single Democrat. And you still end up with impasses and people who won't move or folks that aren't caucusing with your group. One of our good listeners sends us a note, the email in the middle, if you would, please. Says, Mark, you started your show saying Biden is now the president. Methinks you're jumping the gun a little. Signed by Mike Bully. Well, I might have accidentally said that, but I I call him the projected president-elect or the apparent president-elect. Yeah, I'm not jumping the gun. Sorry, Mike. You're going to have to find somebody else. You may be jumping the shark, however. (laughs) That's my job. Than, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, By the way, I believe you're going to find that Biden is president, and of course that would have been my choice. uh, But, uh, Joe, many times, and I really respect you for this, you ask, where did you get that information? So I'd like to kick that back at you and say, Joe, where did you get the information? Who tells you that the media is all uh, against the Republicans? Who tells you that all the newspapers are biased against you? And who tells you that the uh, election 
was skewed purposely. Who told you that? I never said the election was skewed purposely, Than, so you've got something wrong with your ears. But as to who told me the newspapers and the media were slanted, they did. All I have to do, if I've got 50 years in broadcasting as a news director, newsman, and running news organizations, I think I can spot slanted when I see it. Okay. That's uh, not what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say, I follow my supreme leader. He told me that uh, elections were fixed in 2016 because he thought he was going to lose. Well, when he won, he didn't decide the elections were fixed. And I think your glorious leader, by the way, I know you don't like him, Joe, but the thing is, <laughs> he got you on that carry, one. <laughs> you carry his water, and carrying his water is the same as supporting him, I believe. And he's the one that told you to mistrust everyone. No, he didn't. And you listen. No, you know, you're, you're not giving anybody on the Republican side credit for thinking on their own. You, you believe you Democrats and you liberals, you think it all out. And you know after serious research. But you're not willing to concede that to Republicans. I can look at a set of facts and say, okay, I can see how people can come to an opposite conclusion. And that's okay with me. But you guys on the left, a lot of times, you can't see that. You think, oh, Trump's just a miserable human being. He couldn't have done anything wrong. Right. He's all terrible. I th- say he's done some very positive and some very good things. I look forward to Joe Biden doing some positive and good things. I may not agree with him entirely, but I won't, I'll carry his water if he does right more than he does wrong. I know, but I hope you give up the idea that if I read the New York Times and you read something from the Heritage's Foundation, both of those things may be true, but you should think them through. The New York Times is usually right when they're not, they'll tell you. If they're biased, <laughs> it's in the editorials. Well, it's the same with Fox News. Their, their news coverage, which you seem to hate, is absolutely fair and balanced. I do not hate <laughs> it. It's their talking heads. They're talking heads that are unfair sometimes and unbalanced. Nice try, Joe. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, CNN is so neutral, it's pathetic. I, I, They're biased. No argument there. Anyway, go I ahead, then. I listened to Neil Cavuto a couple of days ago, and he said, Mr. President, either put up or shut up. Well, he's a commentator. He's not a no, news anchor. No, Neil Cavuto is the business a business editor on Fox, and he does a great job, and he doesn't like the president, and nobody at Fox tries to shut him up. And he even cut away from the president during his little, uh, Kellyanne Conway, <laughs> or, or Kellyanne during her little press conference the other day when he she was saying things he didn't think were true. Yeah, it's funny. Fox draws the line on lies all of a sudden. Oh, my God, Fox has drawn that lies. line for a long time, my friend. Oh, okay. Well, then they, you know, there is, there is another TV network work. I don't know what it's called. It's called American News or something like that. It's far to the right of Fox News, and it's, I suspect, sponsored by the Trump family. All right. Thank you so much, Stan. And CNN is sponsored by the Soros family, so we all got that. (laughs) Oh, sure. That's funny. George Soros would have been out, out of money many years ago if he did everything 
that you lie about him doing. <laughs> we don't lie about George Listen, Soros. He's, he's a dangerous man. Oh, my gosh. All right. Thank you so well, much, yeah. then. Great to hear from you. All right. Of course, uh, the left never says anything ill about the Koch brothers. So. One of our listeners says, Than is sounding like he's part of the groupthink crowd. Come on, Than. Wake up. Another listener says, Than, common sense tells us everybody's willing to look. Anyone, anyone willing to look. We'll see how slanted the mainstream media is, no matter what they tell us. Yeah, Fox is the same way, only slanted the other way. And you start with this one right here with a check, All and right. then it goes Mark, up. maybe what happened after the state Supreme Court had illegally withdrew the districts wasn't that the courts drew up fair districts. It's that the people in those districts wised up to the corruption of the left and voted red. Just a thought. Wow. Now you did a good job. There. The whole thing <laughs> shifted, and you had to find it, but you didn't miss a beat. So, all right, one eight hundred seven years in broadcasting, my friend. Yes, and our uh, text machine has wiped out all the previous texts. So, if you had to send us a text and we haven't read it, send it or uh, resend it so that uh, we can uh, read it on the air. We had a bunch of texts and they disappeared. So, resend any texts we haven't read that you want us to re- to read. All right, we're going to take a quickie break. When we come back, uh, we got callers standing by. We'll be returning shortly. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, uh, we were talking about Fox News, so one of our listeners sent a note, says, not sure if either of you are aware, conservatives by the thousands are abandoning the network. No more funnels. Well, Joe hasn't had his removed yet, so it'll be just a... I'm afraid they're so firmly attached. I, I, I don't think it would they hurt to take off. them out. <laughs> All right, and then read about the red wave, please. If there was a small red wave in PA, this also throws doubt on the presidential ballot count. Why wouldn't Trump have rode the red wave to a close victory instead of a well, not-so-close loss now? Too many closed rooms counting the mail, late mail and ballots without observers. That I agree with, Mike. Yeah, I think that's a not valid question. If if, if every, It's a valid curiosity. You know, if everybody in the world voted Republican <laughs> except for the president, that's pretty unusual. Usually, you know, you kind of get the whole thing. But remember, you don't have single-party voting anymore. You know, what are they, straight-ticket voting anymore, so that's gone. Well, look at the number of, of uh, how the president has increased his standing with black voters and with Hispanics. So, I mean, if he outperformed Philadelphia, if he came out of Philadelphia equivalent to where he was four years ago, 
you know, and adjusted for the fact that more people voted this time, I would say it's probably fair. But if he came out of Philadelphia much, much worse than he did the last time, because it's almost impossible for a Republican to overcome a giant lead out of either Philadelphia mm-hmm. and Allegheny County. So I don't know what the final vote totals were there. I'd like to see. Maybe I can find out. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Rob is the next caller. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. How are you guys today? Good. How about you? I'm doing quite well myself. Hey, uh, first of all, I want to respond to Cindy and say that um, the Supreme Court only drew the congressional for the federal representatives. I'm not so sure they redrew districting for our state senators and our state representatives. You'd have no, to check that. No, they don't. They don't control that. The uh, that okay. is done that's done by a commission. It's not done by a vote of the legislature. The only thing the legislature votes on and controls are the congressional districts. Okay. So I mean that would explain why you know Republicans might have picked up state house seats. So Okay, but to get to my point, uh, first of all, I said this oh months ago to, to some friends of mine that when the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court ruled that the Green Party candidate for president could not be on the ballot, gave Pennsylvania to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Because if I, I looked at the PA uh, uh, .gov site for elections. And there were Green Party candidates for the three row offices, and not one of them got less than 50,000 votes. Oh, okay. So, so if that one was and left there. the highest there. amount was 76,000 votes for one of the row offices. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's scary, yeah. isn't it? That would have changed yep. the whole election if, uh, well, assuming yeah. that so they voted Democrat. There would have been a Green Party candidate for mm-hmm. president. Who knows? Well, and actually, that's what happened. And the reason they did it is because the Green Party candidate got 50,000 votes in 2016, and Hillary lost by 44,000. Ah, okay. Yeah, good thing. Yeah, it's funny how when that happened, when they were bunked off the ballot, you know, it was talked about, but it wasn't a huge news story. But uh, as you accurately perceive, then, oh, there it went. It went for Biden, because that's the the amount that he's going to need. Yeah, and, and and I mean, it was on some technicality, I think they said that it happened. And it was all the Democratically elected Supreme Court people that said he should be off. And that I think there's only two Republicans on the Supreme Court. They said, no, we've done this before. He, they should He should be allowed to be on. The second thing I want to talk about is, again, I went to our state uh, site and I added up the votes for all three of the row offices, then I got an average of how many people voted for all three row offices, okay? And then I looked at the presidential vote. There were close to 138,000 more votes for president than the the row offices. (laughs) The people only voted for the president. Wow. A disparity like that is not entirely unusual in a presidential election year. What was it in 2016? I don't know. I don't but, know. I didn't look back that far, but I, mean, I thought that but was that kind does of seem strange. High. It that seems it would high. Be that high. It does seem high. I mean, high. I would expect maybe one percent or two percent, but to be yeah. you know that high, I don't know. It mm-hmm. does, and especially if they came out of Philadelphia and Allegheny counties. Well, I saw a Facebook meme that showed them unloading boxes and boxes of Democratic emergency ballots in Philadelphia. Maybe those only have Biden on them. Maybe they don't have the down ballot. 
Democrats picked off. Well, that would make sense. I think that might be what happened. <laughs> hey, thank you, Rob. Thank you so much. Thanks yeah, for great call, analysis. Thank thanks you. for call digging again. into that. Yep, appreciate that. Take care. Uh, let's see. That takes us to Bob number one. We got two Bobs standing by. So, what were you going to say, Bob? Bob? Bob, Bob? from Paxinus. Bob. 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 Uh, oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I did the wrong one anyway. There you go, Bob. Go right ahead. Yeah. Good morning. Uh, I'm just uh, calling because, well, you know, yesterday was. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yep, we hear you loud You're and clear. Loud and clear. Okay. Uh, with the Veterans Day and uh, Trump going to the Arlington Cemetery, which I wish it was pouring down more rain at the time, but I bet you all those dead veterans laying there were looking at him and saying, "Look who's the sucker and loser now." Okay. Hopefully none, but. Uh Anyway, so what else is on your mind? Yeah, we, your text got wiped out, so what else did you say? Uh, well, as far as a president-elect, has there ever been one elected before that did not become president? Yes, guy named Samuel J. Tilden. And how close were they to Inauguration Day when it got found out that he lost? Very close. Okay. <laughs> and remember, okay, Inauguration Day was sooner back then. The National oh, okay. Security Secret said... And the Pentagon that Trump just sent a new guy over there for, which we believe is going to be giving uh, Russia some intelligence from our country. And I think Americans should be worried about this. And at unemployment at its highest ever, no setting president has ever been reelected. So that's one of the reasons why Trump lost, other than the way he is, <laughs> in my opinion. His bombastic personality. Okay. Ballot. Didn't, didn't you used to have to check a box for your ballot to be uh, passed through? Didn't you have to at least pick one person? Uh, oh, you, no, you could you could just vote for one person. That would be fine. In fact, you could probably vote for nobody. I, I'm not sure the machine cares whether you've cast mm -hmm. any ballots. It asks you if you're sure that this is how you want to cast your ballot. But I would imagine it would, if, you know, if you want to sort of do a uh, placebo ballot, that would be your prerogative. Well, of course, in counties that use paper ballots. Right, then you, nobody would even matter. know. Right. right. All right, thank you so much, Bob. Thanks for calling in. Uh, sorry your texts got uh, wiped out with everybody else's, but uh, we, we're going to move on. All right, uh, Bob, uh, stand by. Yeah, Bob, too, I should say. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, Jerry Dulac on the Steelers and the Masters today, 3 to 5, News Radio 1070, WKOK. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, Joe, read that email if you can. It says, please. good morning. I do believe that God put Trump in as president for two reasons. The embassy moved to Jerusalem. Think about it. Bible pro pro prophecy fulfilled. The other reason, COVID. I can believe that God did allow Biden to win when people want to. I feel like I should start dancing. <laughs> I'll wait till that fades out. Okay. When people want socialism, they're going to get it, uh, what they ask for. They're going to get what they ask for, and they ask for it by voting him in. In. That's known as God's permissive will. God will allow it because we voted for it and apparently want it. All right, and it'll probably only be four years anyway. So All I don't right. think it'll last that long. Oh, you don't, well, I'm sure it'll last four years, but I, I, you know, I don't see him doing two terms. Actually, he's doing better than I thought. He does seem, you know, he's as sharp as he can seems be. sharp. Yes, he does. 
He's drinking his Miralax or something. I think that's a laxative. Oh, is it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, considering what he's full of, that may be a useful oh, thing. Oh, it says you. That's funny. What, what's that stuff you drink? You're talking about COVID. Um, COVID. It's supposed to help your brain. Um, right. I forget well, what it is. Well, something or other, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I got Miralax. Miralax. <laughs> Ever since my colonoscopy, I got Miralax on the brain. All right. Who's on the radio now? Bob, thank you for waiting. I don't know. I got a stop for a while. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to have to take a break while we laugh at, my, at me. <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. Good morning there. Good morning. Uh, I guess we add two more words to the Stoner Dictionary, right? Voter fraud's now an anomaly. And the peaceful demonstrations that we've had, we had to add that uh, burning. The burning and the looting is a peaceful demonstration. <laughs> That's so, funny. Okay, I just, I just wanted to get that straight. Okay. Joe, Joe, I, I decided, I, I kind of recognized how, how you how you can deal with Dan and Chris and some of them when you're trying to have a conversation with them. Okay. It's sort of like uh, talking to a, an old drunk at 2 o'clock in the morning in the bar room. <laughs> okay. Where are you going from there? <laughs> Don't have to go anywhere from there. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole point. You just got it. Just okay. the same. Okay. You're like an old drunk. You just tell them one time and they remember. <laughs> yeah, well, they, That's all there is. Sometimes they're obstreperous. And guess who's coming on right after you? Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure he has all the answers. And he's stone cold sober, I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah. Sober, uh, maybe as far as booze goes. Okay. Anything else on your mind today? That'll do it. Okay. Hey, right. thanks. Call Thank again. You so much. Take Jeff. care. Appreciate the call. Chris, that puts you on the radio. Go right ahead. Yeah, I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. <laughs> there you go. That's That one's so old, it's got moss hanging on it. Uh, that was from Tom Waits. It's not that old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the... Supreme Court did a pretty good job. We got nine and nine. It was nine and nine before the election and nine and nine after the election, wasn't it? Yep, still the same. And it's about an evenly divided state. Talking about so U.S. congressional members. And now the, the Republicans, of course, are trying to uh, gerrymander the the judges to have a permanent. Uh, 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 majority on on the Supreme Court. No, I think what they're trying to do, Chris. I think what they're trying to do is balance it out. And I don't know whether it's a good idea no, or a bad idea. They're trying to get a majority, Joe. Well, they're trying to make sure that there's representation all across the way, state by the districts. Just look at them. The, but yeah, but you're missing the point. They're far more no, from Allegheny point. and it's Philadelphia. For power. It isn't for fairness, Joe. But wouldn't it be fair to have a cross section? I mean, Joe Biden saying he wants he wants the country to look, he wants his administration to look like the country. Yeah, is there I anything wrong the with having? Is, of, is there uh, anything wrong? Is there any? Is there anything wrong with having a Supreme Court? Is there anything wrong with having a Supreme Court that looks like the state of Pennsylvania? Some rural, some metropolitan. I don't think so. Some rural and that okay. What are you going to make it fifty-fifty then or not? Well, no, you you, you seem to like because that in the, the Supreme division. Court. You like that on the Supreme Court. What? The division, half and half, half Republicans, half Democrats. Why not half rural, half um, half metropolitan? 
Well, you could, but that's not how the districts they have drawn up do it. Well, there there are no districts at the moment. The judges run across the whole state. You know what they're going to do, Joe. You have a majority, uh, almost a veto-proof majority in both houses. You think you can get the governorship this next election, and then uh, they have it set up for the vote this year, the, the proposition this year for the second time, the vote uh, next election on an off year, and then the division after a new governor. What do you think Biden's going to do? What do you think? What do you think? It's so obvious. Hey, what do you think Biden's going to do? You think he's going to go right down the middle, or he's going to give the Republicans half of everything? Come on, play. You know how the game's played. He's going to try to be yeah, the best so president we ever had. Why don't you admit that instead of pretending that it's a fair way of doing it? I didn't say a it was fair. fair. I just said I. Uh, they have a Republicans have a better candidate for judge. I didn't say it was fair. Fifty. Excuse me. Am I talking now or not? No, you're not. I'm talking now. Okay, I, go ahead. I, what I think they should do is try to have a balance between rural interests and metropolitan interests. And the only way to do that is to have the election by some sort of districts. Now, maybe it will be unfair. Maybe it won't be. I don't know. I oh, would hope it would be fair. On that? I would hope it would be fair. You course, yes, you're right. <laughs> you're right. The, the Democrats are so honest and fair. If they were doing it, it would be right down the middle. They would never think well, of moving a Republican out. Of a seat. If, uh, <laughs> the, the state's almost 50-50. If you have a better judge, the Republican will probably win. If you don't, the Democrat will probably win. Right? Not necessarily. It's that close in Pennsylvania yeah, right not now. Not necessarily in Pennsylvania. Look, I serve. Now, I'm Trump on. Let, let me explain. Just like you'd expect. Trump let to me explain something to. Could I explain something to you for a second, Chris? Stupid. Chris, could I explain yeah. something to you for a second? I am honored okay. to serve on the Pennsylvania Bar Association's Judicial Review Committee on their exec on their investigative division, and I know how seriously they look at the qualifications of these judges, and they try very hard to make sure that the recommendations they put out reflect what would be best for the people of Pennsylvania in terms of a judge who has all the right qualifications, all the right temperament, and all the right knowledge to do the job. The Bar Association puts thousands and thousands of dollars into coming up with these recommendations. And they're widely ignored by the people of the <laughs> Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And they, well, oh, I don't know who these... Voters, but if I heard how many you, times I heard a, a Pennsylvania okay, voter say... Now? Let me just finish my thought. I don't know how many times I've heard a Pennsylvania voter say, well, I didn't vote for any of those guys. They could all be clowns as far as I know. Yeah, that's true. And that's one of the things with elected judges instead of appointed judges. But in any case, look at what's happening what Trump did. How many of these bar associations, how many bar associations rated the, the guy as not recommended or un, totally unqualified that Trump has nominated, that the Republican Senate has voted in? You're not- they're such wonderful... Uh, apostles of uh, judgment on judges, how come it didn't uh, the Republican senators put all these Trump clowns in as judges? You're you're not going to get an argument from me on that, Chris. I believe in merit selection of judges. I believe they shouldn't be put on the ballot unless they are deemed qualified by their peers. I I, I worked very hard to get you to criticize some of his appointed ones over the last uh, couple years, especially the really bad ones. And uh, you didn't, you didn't uh, really say that then, did you? I've said that all along. You're just not hearing me. I think. No, but I don't think you did about the He's judges. appointed, the three he's appointed, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and Amy Coney Barrett, are more than qualified. I'm talking about the lower ones. 
Well, I don't even know who most of them are, to be honest with you. Yes, but uh, you know, uh, you, there, there were many that the, the Bar Association criticized severely. And I would say the Bar Association was probably right. I don't think they should have been appointed if yes, they... Yes, and that's... A, and, but you support his policies, and one of his policies was <sighs> appointing... That's right, Chris. ...legal, uh, appointing judges that he thought would... I were can legal were, were loyal to him. I not can only I can confident. I can only that hope one of his policies. I can only hope you hold Joe Biden. I no can only what? I can only hope you hold Joe Biden to the same high standards. I, think I don't think you will. His, his judges just like Obama's. They all were pretty much recommend. You probably find maybe one or two that might not have been recommended, if that. <laughs> all right, Chris, go yeah. ahead and wrap it up. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, I think I think Trump is asking, acting just like everybody knew he would if he lost, petulant, crybaby, interfering, and uh, for some reason we don't know why yet. He's making all these uh, changes in, in his administration for the last seventy days, which makes no sense unless it's pretty probably a nefarious reason. Well, he's expecting he's going to be the next president. Oh, he is not. You know he isn't. No, I don't know anything of the kind. I know right. you don't know anything, because you, when you don't want to know anything, you're very successfully ignorant. Oh, brother. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Chris. Thanks for calling in. Hey, Thanks for being true, a great yeah, leader. It's true, from, Mark, isn't it? If, from anybody Pardon else me? with more... He, he, knows, he knows that Trump knows he's, he's lost. He's, he's, he, otherwise, he wouldn't be quiet for five days. Well, like Trump may been. know that yeah. he's lost, but he's still going to go down That was fighting. coming from anybody with more sense, I'd be offended. Yeah, and I think... Oh, uh, oh that's nice. <laughs> well, you just call me a name, I'm calling you one back. I didn't call you a name. I what? called you willfully ignorant on that subject. And that's, that's a name. That's wanted, like saying I'm... You don't want to admit to it. Yeah, but you're not it, allowed it, to call Joe it's that. It's perfectly <laughs> obvious he knows he's lost. All right. Thank Otherwise, you, Chris. Otherwise, he wouldn't be quiet like he is. Thank you, Chris. Really Didn't appreciate the call. Explain my reason for it. He's no, 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 no. That's good. Thank you, Mark. Good. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Appreciate the call. That leaves us with four open lines. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. I incorrectly identified a supplement that Joe Biden needs as Miralax, and Joe promptly corrected me and said, "No, that's actually a laxative." But anyway, no. But Ben has it right. Prevagen. That's what you should take to right. improve Prevagen, your brain. Prevagen, Ensure, and HGH, which is human growth hormone. Shots for and life. And to help him with his political policy, go ahead. Preparation H. Pepto-Bismol, medical marijuana, additional mother little helpers. <laughs> oh, I wonder. Oh, mother's little helper. But I like the idea when you say Mother's I, little helper. Those sure are amph- amphetamines, right? Is that what they call I them? I think oh, okay. so. Yes, 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 yes. I, I don't like you innocently saying, what the guy needs is Miralax, <laughs> implying that he's full of excrement. <laughs> Another one says, you seriously need to get Chris to listen to playbacks of his own calls to show how much he interrupts while accusing others of interrupting him. Well, there's a caveat to that. Yes, we all interrupt each other here, but... The person, the caller can't hear us. As long as they're speaking in continuous sentences or paragraphs, they can't hear us say anything. So that's a quirk in this system. So Unless we yell. Right. And even then, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. All right. And then we got some texts coming in, uh, Joe. Right. They, this is one of them right, right I here. I see it. Chris, Chris, Chris. Trump clowns? Really? Who are you to determine who is or isn't qualified to be a judge on the courts? And the Bar Association's leans left. But hey, it's okay as long as you agree. 
Why is the left so afraid to have the election results looked at when there are so many red flags? What is the left afraid of? Well, I disagree with one thing uh, our writer wrote. Uh, the Bar Association may lean left, but they are absolutely unscrupulous or scrupulously fair about their ratings for these judges. I know what goes into it, and believe me, it's a lot of work, and there's a no lot politics, of thought, okay. and, and it's the commission is so big and so diverse that when they get to them, nothing bad's going to come out of there except an, an honest evaluation of the judge's ability to perform. Well, and they do sometimes surprise you and say that uh, a judge that's quite popular in a popular political party is unqualified, is not qualified for that particular court. That does happen. That you does. Know, you, you'll look at it and it'll say, you know, Judge Miles Standish, who you think would surely be a great patriot and uh, in fa- fine standing, he's listed as unqualified because he doesn't have the experience or and, she doesn't have the experience. And they it do is. it so early. You know, if you just tell them you're thinking of running, you fill out a form, and then you go through the review process before you've even announced in some cases that you're going to run. And if they find you unqualified, they tell you in advance and without embarrassing you, you can drop out. You know, they, they handle this thing very, very fairly. <laughs> Maybe uh, we could get the Bar Association to do that for other offices. <laughs> Unqualified. <laughs> All right. Another listener says, good morning. We should dance in the streets. I believe President Obama, oh, no, scratch that. I believe Obamacare was saved and President Trump was put down to the level of of we the people don't want you. That's a level? This says Bob. Well, we have the level we the people don't want you level. <laughs> that's, that's level is ladies shoes, lingerie, and men's low. haberdashery. That's low under <laughs> these circumstances. We used to say that's lower than a snake's belly. Alright, right here. Read this one and then we'll take a break. Say Mark and Joe, talking about discrimination, I believe to some point everybody's discriminated against. I'm sure they aren't going to pick on me, uh, pick on me for a basketball team because I'm very short and a little overweight, but they would pick me somewhere else, maybe if I'm good, a good bowler. Everybody has some discrimination against them. If America was discriminated against people, we have no bl- we'd have no black judges, no black cops, no black president, no black senators, no black retail clerks, or any person in charge of any local government, and that's racism. Okay. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. You know, earlier we got into the discussion on, on the mark about why some of the down-ballot races and why the, mm-hmm. the, why the House 
uh, why the Democrats have lost considerable ground, I think, in the House. Right now, it's 202 Republicans and 218, the bare minimum necessary for the Democrats to control the House. There's still maybe 10 or 12 races outstanding, and in those, at least seven of them, the Republicans are leading. So this is going to be very close. But, you know, the, after the election, some Democrats, including moderate representatives Abigail Spanberger of Virginia, Mark Vesey, and Vincent Gonzalez, both of Texas, joined others in complaining about progressive colleagues' calls to defund law enforcement. We have lost races. Or we have lost races we shouldn't have lost, Spanberger said last week during a call with the House Democratic Caucus. Defund the police almost cost me my race because of an attack ad. And don't say socialism ever again. We need to get back to basics. One Democrat told Fox News that issues like the Green New Deal and a lack of accountability from House Speaker Nancy Pelosi killed members and no one's taking responsibility for it. Well, that's the Fox effect. You know, this idea of repeating a lie often enough eventually. Well, it's coming from other Democrats. They're not lying about it. What Democrats are saying that defund the police was a good idea. I just read you their names, three of them. Nancy Spanberger um, And they were campaigning on that? She wasn't. No, she was campaigning against it, but it almost killed her because of an attack ad her opponent ran. Mm -hmm. A Republican opponent ran because of her, uh, the Democrats perceived defund the police position. Also, Mark Vesey and Vincente Gonzalez, both are Democratic Texas congressmen. And they said, they're right, they lost races they should have won. And the reason they lost them is because the far-left agenda is as excited as Democrats. Some Democrats may be about things like the Green New Deal to fund the police, you know, all this other stuff. As excited as they are about it and socialism, it doesn't resonate with the majority of the American people. Well, I don't think they get what people are really talking about. And if even if they did understand it, then they still may not like it. So, yeah, it doesn't sound like a good idea to defund the police, per se. Well, it's not a good idea. And I, th- I think I saw these two races in Georgia for the Senate are going to be very interesting. And the one, uh, I forget the lady's name, who's uh, the current uh, incumbent senator down there, the woman who was appointed. I remember. She said the road, to, the road to socialism doesn't lead through Georgia. <laughs> and she's probably right. That's a fairly conservative state, you know. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of hope. I mean, the Democrats maybe have their hopes that this will they'll flip the Senate and they'll both go. The most that I think they can really hope for is to have one switch, and then they probably won't even get either of them. That's still Lawrence's be, still worthless Still be 51 wisdom. to 49. It's only 50-50 if the Democrats get both of them. And then the vice president would have to sit in there and break every tie that came up. You know, and I think there probably would be some ties on big bills. Sure. But, I mean, you know, let's face it. Joe Biden moved to the center you know, to get the nomination. And if he governs from the center, he'll be okay. But he's going to be under tremendous pressure. I saw one talking head the other day, and I think he had a hell of a point. He said, if Joe Biden's lucky, the Republicans will take control of the Senate. Meaning that he won't have, have to deal with, the, with the far hard left. You know, have to say to them, look, I, I'd love to do it, but man, we can't get it through that Republican Senate. We'd love to defund the police globally or nationally, right. but uh, unfortunately we can't get it through We'd the Senate. We'd love to throw yeah. six million people out of work in order to have the Green New Deal. <laughs> Enjoy your retirement length and weekend. I will. You too. <laughs> Enjoy having me not here tomorrow. We'll see you on Monday. Ben Reichley's in tomorrow. we got 90 minutes of open phone, so we get to your calls, texts, and emails ready. We're going to open it up tomorrow morning, and we are going to talk about the parent projected president of the United States, the man who's in the lead at the moment, but anything could happen. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury, 10 a.m.